Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. GE splitting up your news update, and Royce and I do some crypto banking on this edition of State of the Bands Weekend, starting right now. Hello and welcome to Arbitrage State of the Bands Weekend for November 13th, 2021. I'm Joshua Stark. General Electric, the storied American manufacturer that struggled under its own weight after growing to be a sprawling conglomerate, will divide itself into three public companies focused on aviation, healthcare, and energy. It is the culmination of an arduous, years-long reshaping of a symbol of American manufacturing might that could signal the end of a conglomerate as a whole. It's over now, said Nick Heyman of William Blair, who has followed GE for years. In the digital economy, there's no real room for it. The company has already rid itself of the products most Americans know, including its appliances and last year the light bulbs that GE has been making since the late 19th century when the company was founded. The announcement Tuesday marks the apogee of those efforts, divvying up an empire that was created in the 1880s under Jack Welch, one of America's first CEO superstars. The U.S. says it's inviting the global community to visit now that the government has ended the ban on travelers from 33 countries. In reality, however, it will still be difficult, if not impossible, for much of the globe to enter the company, and experts say it will take years for travel to fully recover. For starters, half the world isn't vaccinated and therefore doesn't meet the U.S. requirement for visiting foreigners. So while many Europeans may be now able to come in, people from poorer countries where vaccines are scarce remain cut off with limited exceptions. For some public health experts, that raises ethical questions about the policy. The concern is not limiting access based on vaccination status, said Nancy Cass, Deputy Director of Public Health in the Berman Institute of Bioethics at Johns Hopkins University. It is that it's systemically making it impossible for people, generally from poor countries, whose governments have been unable to secure anything near the supply they need, to be able to come and see their loved ones. Four astronauts returned to Earth on Monday, riding home with SpaceX to end a 200-day space station mission that began last spring. Their capsule streaked through the night sky like a dazzling meteor before parachuting into the Gulf of Mexico off the coast of Pensacola, Florida. Recovery boats quickly moved in with spotlights. On behalf of SpaceX, welcome home to planet Earth. SpaceX Mission Control radioed from Southern California. Thousands of Britain's iconic red phone boxes will be protected from removal under new rules, the UK's telecommunications regulator said Tuesday. 
the public payphone boxes may look obsolete in an age of ubiquitous smartphones, but regulator Ofcom said that they could still be a lifeline for people in need. The regulator is proposing rules to prevent 5,000 call boxes in areas with poor mobile coverage from being closed down. It said that phone booths in areas considered accident or suicide hotspots and those that have more than 52 calls made from them in the past 12 months would also meet the criteria. Ofcom said that there are still 21,000 phone boxes across the country and that almost 160,000 calls to emergency services were made from phone boxes from May 2019 to May 2020. More after this on Arbitrage State of the Bands Weekend. Stick around. It's Thursday night and you're grabbing drinks with some friends. Started off with a pitcher for the table, which quickly becomes two. There's pool. And there's the photo booth. All right, everybody squeeze in. Say cheese. Followed naturally by an order of wings. And another. Can we get some extra ranch sauce? Then there's the ceremonial nightcap. So what are we doing this weekend? And lastly, it's back to the car, which, if you're buzzed... could be the most expensive night of your life. Getting pulled over for buzz driving could cost you around $10,000 in fines, legal fees, and increased insurance rates. Nothing kills a buzz like getting pulled over for buzz driving, because buzz driving is drunk driving. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. This week's State of the Bands blog includes Gonna Wash That Gray Right Out of Your Air, Meta Better Not Be Meddling, and banking crypto style all this and more in this week's state of the bands blog available now at arbitragetrade.com now let's go to the chief executive officer of arbitrage mr royce wells for more royce i'm a little out of breath uh it sounds like you need a little bit more o2 or a little bit more oxygen yeah, yeah, uh, not not as much as that carb of that carbon dioxide, I guess. Well, you know, every time your lungs breathe in oxygen, you let out carbon dioxide, thus contributing to the problem. I was about to say, so does the world. Yeah, <laughs> well, the world is trying to make a change, and uh, oh, I'm going to break into Michael Jackson. No, no, I'm not. Actually, we're going to switch over and go talk about Iceland. They make they a have change? some yeah, make a change. You got it for the rest of my life. <laughs> looking at the man in the mirror i'm just saying iceland however is God making a po- making a positive <laughs> move toward uh something they call direct air capture yes and it, it it should um be rather impressive they're building these giant uh machines that capture carbon dioxide and i think in a previous article we even talked about basically people using uh, these uh in small capacity, uh, carbon dioxide capturing machines to actually 3D print little objects, right? Yeah. So Iceland is the first to try this, and um, what they're trying to do is basically probably before um, 2030-ish um, remove about uh, 4,000 metric tons of um, carbon dioxide per year. Um, so think about that. That's like, what is that? 40,000 40, metric tons of carbon dioxide, which means we'll have a much cleaner air and much cleaner world 
and they're hoping that that uh, slows down, if not stops, uh, climate change that's happening, right? Yeah, by mid-century, uh, we need to have about a worldwide enterprise that's uh, that's bigger than the oil and gas industry, really, and it works kind of in reverse. Uh, 4,000 tons is great, but experts say you need about 10 billion tons removed by that mid-century mark, so... Yeah, that's a lot to chew off. So, uh, but, but we can all do our part. Um, there are actually a, a couple of companies out there that will allow um, uh, you to have personal um, cl- uh, air capturing machines. I think Climeworks, um, they allow you to, if I'm not mistaken, I think that's the name of the, con- the company. Yeah, they offer uh, subscriptions in the U.S. for about $8 a month. And you can even get an IRS tax credit. That's about $50. But they're also working um, with Congress and lawmakers are working to try to see if they can basically make it $180 per ton that you reduce. The only thing that basically has me concerned is, okay, you just moved a ton of carbon dioxide from the air. Where did that ton go? That's a good question. I don't know the answer to that. I know some of it is being forced underground and... uh, to try well, to replenish the walls, maybe? And I petroleum? No idea, man. Don't know. I'm yeah, not so that's a the scientist. other thing. What's the state of this carbon dioxide when it comes back? Is it sludgy? Is it hard? Is it. That, that, there's a lot going on here. Well, there's a lot going on, and I'm sure scientists are working on it. We'll bring you some more news on this as soon as we get it. But for right now, more arbitrage state of the bands weekend coming right up. Stick Woo! around. Hi, we're the Goo Goo Dolls. We're fortunate that we can give our daughters everything they need to grow and learn. But not every child can focus on classes and play dates. Nearly 13 million kids in the U.S. face hunger. That's one in six. School lunch might be their only meal each day. And it's heartbreaking to imagine any child going to bed hungry. We're dreaming of a perfect day when kids can smile, play, and just be kids without worrying about where their next meal will come from. Feeding America is working to make that perfect day a reality. Each year, the Feeding America network of food banks rescues billions of pounds of good food that would have gone to waste. That food is given to families and children in need. Being a kid should be about doing things that make an ordinary day extraordinary. Learning to play an instrument, building a sandcastle, hosting tea parties. Hunger should never be an obstacle to growing up. You can help end childhood hunger in your community by visiting feedingamerica.org. Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. So Congress has an admirable goal. They want to stop drunk driving in its tracks. Congress has created a new requirement for automakers. Find a high-tech way to keep drunk people from driving cars. It's one of the mandates along with a burst of new spending aimed at improving auto safety amid escalating road fatalities in the $1 trillion infrastructure package that President Biden is expected to sign soon. Under the legislation, monitoring systems to stop intoxicated drivers would roll out in all new vehicles as early as 2026 after the Transportation Department assesses the best form of technology to install in millions of vehicles and automakers are given time to comply. In all, about $17 billion is allocated to road safety programs, the biggest increase in such funding for in decades, according to the Eno Center for Transportation. Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg said Monday that it would mean 
more protected bike paths and greener spaces built into busy roadways. It's monumental, said Alex Ott, national president of Mothers Against Drunk Driving. Ott called the package the single most important legislation in the group's history that marks the beginning of the end of drunk driving. It will virtually eliminate the number one killer on America's roads, she said. Last month, the National Highways Traffic Safety Administration reported an estimated 20,160 people died in traffic collisions in the first half of 2021, the highest first half total since 2006. The agency has pointed to speeding, impaired driving, and not wearing seatbelts among the coronavirus during the coronavirus pandemic as factors behind the spike. Each year, around 10,000 people are killed due to alcohol-related crashes in the U.S., making up nearly 30% of all traffic fatalities, according to the NHTSA. Currently, some convicted drunken drivers must use breathalyzer devices attached to an ignition interlock, blowing into a tube and disabling the vehicle if their blood alcohol level is too high. The legislation doesn't specify the technology, only that it must passively monitor the performance of a driver of a motor vehicle to accurately identify whether that driver is drunk or not. Sam Abul Samid, principal mobility analyst for Guidehouse Insights, says the most likely system to prevent drunken driving is infrared cameras that monitor driver behavior. That technology is already being installed by automakers such as General Motors, BMW, and Neat to track driver attentiveness while using partially automated driver assist systems. The cameras make sure a driver is watching the road and they look for signs of drowsiness, loss of consciousness, or impairment. If signs are spotted, the cars will warn the driver, and if behavior persists, the car would turn on its hazard lights, slow down, and pull to the side of the road. Abul Samid said breathalyzers aren't a practical solution because many people would object to being forced to blow into a tube every time they get into the car. I don't think it's going to go over very well with a lot of people, he said. The voluminous bill also requires automakers to install rear seat reminders to alert parents if a child is left inadvertently in the back seat, a mandate that could begin by 2025 after NHTSA completes its rulemaking on the issue. More after this. No word in the English language is less convincing than probably. Are you sure we should get matching tattoos on our first date? Sure. Um, we'll probably stay together. Probably? <laughs> it's been 23 minutes since I ate. I can probably swim. Uh, you should wait 30 minutes. Mm, okay, now tell me what to do. Cannonball! Cramp! Oh, I have a cramp. I can probably hit the green from here. Probably. Can I get a mulligan? Ready to go? Hey, are you sure you're okay to drive? Yeah, I'm pretty sober. Yeah, I'm probably okay. Probably okay isn't okay, especially when it comes to drinking and driving. If you're drinking, call a cab, a car, or a friend. Buzz driving is drunk driving. A message brought to you by NHTSA and the Ad Council. 
Royce Zuckerberg is at it again, man. man. What the heck is meta? I don't know, but I hear it sucks. Oh, dude, come on. <laughs> All right, fine, fine. All right, let's talk about Meta. Meta is the new name for Facebook, right? Well, it's uh, it's the company that... Basically... The, the company, including Oculus, um, Instagram... They're getting too big for their britches. Yeah, I mean, it, it's it's the conglomerate that, that was Facebook Incorporated. Facebook is a division of that. And yeah. then, and then, and I, yeah. I, I see what he's trying to do. He's trying. He's also like he's among the the Elon Musk of the world. Well, he's trying to be a visionary. We see you, Google, and Alphabet, and all that. It's yeah, some, something S- similar. Similar, yeah. similar to that. Um, but I think Google did it for a little bit of a different reason. But um, basically, I mean, you've you've seen uh, Facebook. Facebook has had Facebook games forever, right? Mm-hmm. Imagine a world where you can do VR inside of Facebook. Yeah, and and technically they already have the technology because they bought out Oculus. Yep. And so they're trying to basically build a a new world where you can escape the current world to be able to play and have new adventures and stuff. The only thing that basically bothers me about this whole concept is what about cyberbullying? What about um, sex trafficking? What about drug dealing? All this other stuff. Basically... Who's going to be policing this new world or this new space to make it uh, safe for people? And is it going to be for children at that point? Because I know some people, like I personally, don't let my kids use Facebook. That's probably a good idea. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you think about it, we've got the EU and Great Britain that have already started inroads to online safety campaigns and and they're trying to hold these companies accountable this is a totally different thing though um there used to be this thing called second life second life was uh about 15 years ago yeah and and it's still growing believe it or not you basically you basically had this had this online world where you logged in you looked at a person but you know, Second Life had sexual things. They had uh, brothels and things like that. They even had, uh, from it's, what from what I understand, they even had areas where you could order up prostitutes. Yeah, it's like a event Sim City. Yeah, yeah, and and to such a huge, uh, huge scale. If you think about it, think about all the people on Facebook and what they do. You know, and you take it virtually. I mean, that's a ton of stuff, and they already have enough trouble policing Facebook. And remember, this is all digital content, so you can mix in NFTs in there. You can mix in cryptocurrency to pay for stuff in there. They're trying to make an entire ecosystem that's apart from the regular, and because it's like that, there are currently no laws or regulations in place, at least in the U.S., to police them from doing it or stop them from basically creating a huge monopoly get so far ahead of everybody else that they'll, they'll be untouchable within a decade. Yeah, anarchy in the metaverse. It's beautiful. <laughs> it's, it, it could be a beautiful thing or a very ugly thing. And like we said earlier, we'll bring you more news as it comes on this because this definitely is not over yet. It's big. Yeah, but we're available 24 hours a day, seven days a week at arbitragetrade.com and arbitragetrade.org. We'll see you there. We'll see you right after this on Arbitrage State of the Bands Weekend. Stick around. 
Wake up and text. Text and eat. Mm -mm. Text and catch the bus. Text and miss your stop. Wait, 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 wait. Text and be late to work. Sorry, I'm late. Text and work. Text and pretend to work. Text and act surprised when someone calls you out for not working. <clears throat> Who, me? Text and meet up with a friend you haven't seen in forever. Hi. Oh, hey. Text and complain that they're on their phone the whole time. <sighs> Text and listen to them complain that you're on your phone the whole time. Ugh. Text and whatever. But when you get behind the wheel, give your phone to a passenger. Put it in the glove box. Just don't text and drive. Visit StopTextsStopRex.org. A public service announcement brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Get ready, investors. It's Winners and Losers Chemicals Edition. This winner, up 7%, manufactures and trades bromine and crude salt, chemical products, and natural gas in the People's Republic of China. It provides bromine for use in brominated flame retardants, fumigants, water purification compounds, dyes, medicines, and disinfectants. The company also offers crude salt for use as a material in alkali cal and chlorine alkali production and for use in the chemical, food, and beverage, and other industries. Gulf Resources, symbol G-U-R-E, starts at 620 a share. Next, this winner up 4% engages in the development, research, production, and sale of various fertilizers and agricultural products in the People's Republic of China. The company operates through four segments, Jinang, Gufang, Yuxing, and Sales VIE. Its products comprise humic acid-based compound fertilizers, blended fertilizers, organic compound fertilizers, slow-release fertilizers, highly concentrated water-soluble fertilizers, and mixed organic-inorganic compound fertilizers, as well as develops, produces, and distributes agricultural products such as fruit, vegetables, flowers, and colored seedlings. China Green Agriculture, symbol CGA, starts at 11.66 a share. Last, this winner up 3% operates as a health and wellness company worldwide. It develops, markets, and sells nutritional supplements, topical and skin care, and anti-aging products, and weight management products as well. The company primarily sells its products directly as well as through network marketing channels and a website. Manatech, symbol M-T-E-X, starts at $35.95 a share. Losers this week, this loser down 16% operates as a renewable gas and fuels and biochemicals company in North America and India. The company focuses on the acquisition, development, and commercialization of various technologies that replace traditional petroleum-based products. Ametis, symbol AMTX, starts at $20.78 a share. This loser, down 8%, manufactures and sells cellulose specialty products in the United States, China, Canada, Japan, Europe, Latin America, other Asian countries, and internationally. The company operates through high-purity cellulose, forest products, paperboard, and pulp and newsprint segments. 
Rayonier Advanced Materials, symbol R-Y-A-M, starts at $6.73 a share. And last at 5% down, this loser produces, markets, and distributes ethanol in the United States and internationally. It operates through four segments, ethanol production, agribusiness and energy services, food and ingredients, and partnership. Green Plains, symbol GPRE, starts at 4208 a share. Winners and Losers is provided for informational purposes only and does not constitute advice and trading. Percentages and stock prices were current at time of recording. Arbitrage Trade Analytics, LLC, is solely responsible for the content of this podcast, but you should seek out the assistance of a licensed professional for investment advice. One last segment with Royce and I right after this on Arbitrage State of the Bands Weekend. Stick around. Okay, gang. So, chances are there'll never be an emergency ever, ever again. Mm -hmm. But, just in case, let's talk about a plan. Okay. So, who's going to do what? Anyone? Uh... Yeah, okay, perfect. We'll figure it out as we go. So, who is going to grab the go bag? What's a go bag? It is a bag we do not have that is filled with things we really, really need in an emergency. Guess we won't have to worry about it then. Ah, good point. So, uh, we all know who to call if something happens then, right? I'd have to call Jill, Devin, Melissa, Karen, and... Bruce. And I will try to call all of you, but Greg doesn't have a cell phone. Dad's phone will have a dead battery. No doubt. And Julie will be on the phone with Jill, Devin, Melissa, Karen, and Bruce. Well, this is great. <laughs> I am so glad that we don't have a plan. I know. Winging it is not an emergency plan. Make sure your kids know what to do during an emergency. Who to call, where to meet, what to pack. Visit ready.gov kids for tips and information. A public service announcement brought to you by FEMA and the Ad Council. Royce, we've been doing cryptocurrency for a few years now. You know, you you've led yeah. me in in uh, getting some of that nifty blockchain goodness. Oh yeah, it's sweet, isn't it? Got a little bit. What do I do with it, man? Man, so uh, the world is changing, right? So banking is creeping into cryptocurrency, right? Right. So basically, people are a lot uh, creating like. De uh, DeFi wallets. People are creating, and if you don't know what that is, you can definitely look it up. Basically, they're they're allowing you to pretty much uh, hold your money like a bank and make absurd amount of interest. Like while real banks are saying, "Hey, we'll give you a tenth of a percent per year," they're saying, "Yeah, we're going to give you forty, fifty percent per year." You're okay with that? Well, not only that, but they're they're basically giving you a, and and these aren't technically banks we're talking about here technically what they're doing is they're acting kind of like a bank where they're actually giving you uh for example they're giving you a, a debit card yes that basically translates cryptocurrency into actual money and the difference between them and a regular bank per se is banks are usually based that the currency is stable yeah. People who are adventuring into cryptocurrency banking are basically using cryptocurrency banking. Uh, those users have to accept that the, the coin could fluctuate and even go to zero while it's in the system. Right. Right? So that's something that has you have to get used to, but typically uh, investments are meant to go up, not down. Right? Which, technically speaking, you know, banks have the same situation. It's just not the same volatility. Not only that, but they're covered by the FDIC, for example. 
Yeah, did you remember uh, this? I think it was Squid Farmer that they did, where they basically created a cryptocurrency, blew it up, and then literally canceled it and walked away with about eight or nine billion dollars last Within week. Within about minutes, yeah. Yeah, there was like a, 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 if I remember correctly, there was a window of about fifteen minutes where it just went, it went through the roof, and for that fifteen minutes, you could you could sell your squid yeah. currency for ridiculous amount of money and, and then all of a sudden it fell off the cliff literally went to zero the person who put it out there took it off the market so those are some of the things that you have to uh weigh if you're going to try to actually get into uh lending or storing your money in cryptocurrency um make sure that you have reliable coins there's a literally a list of the top world coins and make sure like if you're going to be playing make sure that the, the coin that you're trying to invest in at least is in the top 50. Anything below that, it really you really are gambling at that point. Yeah, you're, you're talking about like uh, Bitcoin, Litecoin, Ethereum, that sort yeah. of thing. Crypto. In, in the top, uh, in the top yeah. market, right? Exactly. Doge has even made it up there. So You wouldn't be talking about something like Shiba XRP. Inu right now. Uh, which what now? Shiba Inu. Shiba Inu. You wouldn't be talking about like I'm that. I'm not sure where it is on the list. It could be in the top 50 because it got enough uh, publicity. That's but true. you definitely want a, a crypto coin that has at least like a 10 or so billion dollar market cap. Do not play the ones that are smaller than that. You will get burned. It's like a penny stock. Don't do it. So, Royce, to wrap it up, just make sure what you're getting into. Everything has risk. And who do you recommend they go to for... Uh, for this service. The easiest one I've found so far is crypto.com. There we go. Thanks for joining us this week on Arbitrage State of the Bands weekend. We'll see you next weekend. More great stuff, me and Royce. See ya. Arbitrage Trade Analytics, LLC, is a privately held market research company. Arbitrage Trade Analytics, LLC, is solely responsible for the preparation and distribution of the content of this podcast. The opinions offered in this podcast are for informational purposes only and are not intended to be investment advice. Seek a duly licensed professional for investment advice. For more information about the informational research and services offered by Arbitrage Trade Analytics, LLC, please visit Arbitrage trade.com mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for mother's day than whole foods market they're your destination for unbeatable savings from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts start by saving 33 with prime on all body care and candles then get a 15 stem bunch of tulips for just 9.99 each with prime round out mom's menu with festive rosé irresistible berry chantilly cake and more special treats come celebrate mother's day at whole foods market